Welcome to Our Kids, Our Schools, your compass in the world of local education hosted by Alexis Morgan, an experienced guide and advocate. This space offers insights designed to serve parents, teachers, administrators, school board members, and community stakeholders. Every episode is designed to equip you with the knowledge and tools to be an active participant. This podcast isn't just a dialogue. It's a movement, a movement that encourages collaboration to foster a thriving school community because together we can, we will make a difference. Hey friends, great to have you here today. I am wearing my blue light glasses, and I mention that because for my friends who listen and watch on YouTube, my blue light glasses are red, and I love them, and I think I got them for free at some point at like a giveaway at an event I attended, and these blue light glasses have been saving my eyes as I have spent way more time in front of a computer screen, and the reason I spend way more time in front of a computer screen is that I am in a PhD program at Boise State. I shared this a couple of days ago on social media. So the PhD program that I am involved in is, um, it's called Public Policy and Administration. And it's an interdisciplinary program that prepares students to become leaders in several different fields within, well, within their interest or purview. But but mostly in like government entities, nonprofit entities, um, anything that has to do with, let's see, I have this like pulled up because there's so many different things. Um, oh, and applied research environments. So uh, mostly fields that have to do like with public service. And so it's a, it's a program that allows me to focus on all of the pieces of the government, which is quite a lot. My eyes, I will say, have been opened. And I feel like I knew a lot about the government before I started and how to how to be a leader and how to understand people who work within the government. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because I started in education as a teacher and then I got a master's in adult organizational learning and leadership. So I have this background in education, like the secondary experience. And then my master's being centered around like how adults learn, organizational leadership, um, culture, and how those components overlay over a business. And I got my master's while I was a, what was I? Oh my gosh, my mind blinked. I've been staring at a computer screen so much as a school board member. And so it was really awesome to be able to take those components of organizational leadership and culture and how adults learn and overlay that over like a school district, a school board, and being a leader of like a public service entity. And then also as a nonprofit leader. So the thing that is fascinating but also challenging about the public policy and administration PhD is that it's so wide. And I am in classes with people. I mean, I don't even know why I'm going into this, but I'm just in classes with people who have an interest in like um, there's someone there's someone who's interested in the environmental components of the government. There are a couple of people who are interested in policy that deals with art and public spaces and placemaking. There is someone who is interested in housing and 
I mean, I've met people who are focused on higher education, integrating um, AI into government services. And there are a couple of us that are interested in education policy. And I've got someone like who is major background in education policy and funding. And so it's really neat to be able to come together and talk about these things and talk about how the government works and understanding policy and the programs that are within the government. Okay. Now I'm telling you this because of my red light glasses and I've been staring at a computer screen, but also there are a lot of government programs that are so valuable for us as citizens and, and just people that live in the United States. And so the thing that is that I wanted to share with you today. Sorry, I just saw a text message come through. I always put on a do not disturb, but my family members, those text messages get through. So, okay, that's that was the reason for the pause for a second. This podcast episode feels way less, I think way less formal than my other podcasts that I put out so far. So hopefully, maybe you enjoyed a little bit of background about my life. I don't know. I was commenting to someone that it is very different to be a solo host on a podcast versus a co-host. And I've done the co-hosting and it's awesome to have the dialogue back and forth. And I do have guests lined up to come up because to come on the podcast because that they have such valuable information too. But also sometimes it is just me sharing information. And so that in sometimes feels funny to me where I'm just, I just continue to talk. Okay. Anyways, enough about what's going on in my head. The, a program that I wanted to share deals with education and it is a program that is intended to help seventh through 12th graders in our education system. And so many parents don't know about it. And even the parents who do know about it don't know all the particulars about how it works. And so that is what I'm going to be talking about with you today is this program that Idaho has. It was described in a news article from uh, Utah, um, a Utah news channel. It's called um, Deseret News. It was described as innovative and the Wall Street Journal actually commented that American educators should look to Idaho for inspiration and in better preparing students for college and careers. And this is significant because Idaho is often dubbed as this state that doesn't do a very good job on education. So often we hear our numbers are super low and it is true. Idaho in terms of what they spend per student as compared to maybe some other states is not as much if you're comparing maybe apples to oranges in reference to cost of living and different components. And I will acknowledge that I do think that Idaho does not spend enough on education and that that is a conversation for another time. But this is a this is a program in which Idaho is leading. And so I think it's so important to highlight. I do want to acknowledge that other states do have types of programs like what I'm about to share. 
but I don't think that they have incorporated it into such a way that gives students the power to make decisions about their future. And that's a really important component because students, when we empower them and when we empower people in general and we give them the resources to be able to make decisions for their own lives, that is so essential for their success instead of just making decisions on their behalf. So without further ado, the program that I want to tell you about is referred to as Advanced Opportunities. And it's been around the state for actually a long time. It, I think it was rebranded in 2016. It was called something else. And they switched it over to what is now referred to as Advanced Opportunities, which is a program that allows students to use their high school learning as a jumpstart for their future. And there's lots of different options that I'm going to tell you about within this program and how it connects with the funding source and the online source for accessing classes, which is what a majority of students will use it for. So the thing that's tricky about this is that there's not just one place to get information on it. And it, I'm going to list, um, include some links in the, in the notes on the, on the episode. So you can just link right out to it and look at them. Advanced Opportunities is a program that is funded by fast forward funding. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky. So you so as Idahoans, we have this program called Advanced Opportunities, where students can access different components to be able to advance their education. It is funded by a program called Fast Forward Funding. And that program, Fast Forward Funding, allots $4,125 per student in the state of Idaho. And that $4,125 for public students, for students in public education, get to use those funds starting in the seventh grade. Now, this is a this is part of the program that I think often gets lost when parents don't know about it during those middle school years. And this is where I think the state could really do a better job at messaging to parents this resource that is available that really should be starting to like brew in their minds when they are when they have students in fifth and sixth grade so that they can learn about it they can understand how students can access this uh, resource so advanced opportunities has a couple of different components to it basically it allows Idaho public school students to use the $4,125 in four different areas. And I'll dive into these areas, but the first area is known as an overload course. An overload course is when your student is enrolled in public school and they have full credit, like they're taking the required amount of credits per semester as starting in seventh grade, and then they overload that. So they take one extra class. Now, one might think, why would a high schooler do that? Well, or starting in seventh grade, why would they do that? You do that so that 
you can work through courses faster so that you can get to more advanced courses and those advanced courses allow you to get college credit. I'm going to describe this in a scenario in a moment with my, my oldest son did this. And I think when I lay this out, it will make sense. So that that's what an overload course is. Overload courses can also be used during the summer where you're at home and you want your kid to be doing something during the summer that is educational. Well, they can take a, an overload course that is paid for by fast forward funding through the advanced opportunities program. Here's the third term that's really important in this three, three components to advanced opportunities. It's referred to as IDLA. That stands for Idaho Digital Learning Alliance. And IDLA or Idaho Digital Learning Alliance is an online platform that allows students, grades seven to 12, to access online courses. And so a student during the summertime and during those overload courses during the school year can access high school credit. And they can take courses that are required by their school over the summertime and overload during the school year. So an example of this, I'll just hop to an example of this, was when my son was a seventh grader, he, we just realized that he had an interest in taking some overload courses. And the reason he wanted to take some overload courses was because initially he thought maybe he would graduate early. He'd get his high school diploma early Um and then he'd also be able to have some college credits to move forward into college. Well, by the time he became a six, uh, he was 16 and we could see that maybe he could graduate within the school year. I said to him, just so you know, you're not going to be able to leave this house until you're 18 years old. So even if you have graduated, you don't get to like move out yet and go off to college. Like you still have to stay at home. And he, he was like, oh, maybe this isn't exactly what I want to do. Maybe I should shift, shift gears. And so he shifted gears, but before he shifted gears, when he was in the seventh grade, he took a high school history class. And this the reason this is significant is because IDLA offers middle school courses, high school courses, and dual credit college courses. So when he took the required 10th grade history class when he was a seventh grader as an overload course, this freed up his schedule for one semester in high school. And the reason that's significant is because when they get to those high school years and they want to maybe have a little bit more variety in their schedule or they want to take a like a CTE career um, technical education course um, pathway, Taking some of those courses early allows them that opportunity. It frees up a period, like a class period that was required. They did it earlier. So that was a course he took. Now I'm here to tell you that was a really, that was actually really hard for him to do. And because it's geared towards 10th graders. So what we did as if what I like figured out were some of the courses on IDLA are easier to take. And so he took some of those 
less challenging courses as an eighth and ninth grader so that when he got into high school, then he had just more flexibility in his schedule. So a couple of the courses that are, I'm just going to like give you a tip now, ready? Some of the courses that are great to take through IDLA are the PE required courses. I think they're called like personal fitness and all high schoolers are required to take at least one semester of personal fitness. So you can take personal fitness through IDLA. And I always recommend high schoolers taking personal fitness during the summertime because then it frees up their schedule when they're like during the regular academic year to take courses that they might prefer to take. So there are a lot of students who take music classes or who take art classes who want to take multiple art or music classes. And so utilizing IDLA as either an overload or a summer course allows them to do that because then basically how this works, I just want to explain this one more time to make sure it like lays out in your head for you. If you are, if you have a personal fitness class that you have to take your freshman year, but you take it as a student, you take it the summer before your freshman year, then you have one class during your first semester that is free to that you get to choose for an elective. You get to choose something else. So that could be a CTE course. That could be a music course, right? That could be like a language course. You could get ahead in your language requirement. It really allows that flexibility of choice where you get to choose what you want um, more often. So, so I always, I recommend the, the personal fitness course. I recommend health as another one they take either during the summer as an overload. Generally, that is an easier course to take online. At my student's district, I'm in West Ada, a lot of the, like all the kids are required to take a health class. Take it, I'm, I recommend taking it through IDLA. And then another course that I recommend them taking is speech. My son, one of my kids took speech through IDLA and it was a, like just a really kind of simple class to take. And it's not a challenge. It wasn't like super challenging for the kids to take in at the high school class either. I had two, I think I had two kids take it during, like during regular high school. And then I had one take it through the IDLA class. But I just noticed that it was nice. And I have a kid who is a band, like he plays the trumpet. And so that IDLA class allowed him some flexibility in his schedule in taking some more band classes, which are his preference. So that's the benefit of advanced opportunities in utilizing those overload courses through IDLA. If you have any questions, please send me a message. I tried really hard just to explain that. Okay, so moving on to another component of advanced opportunities are the dual credit classes. So dual credit classes are courses that your high school student can take during their regular class day that are dual credit. So they are for high school credit and they are also for college credit. And what's great around the state of Idaho is that if your student is going to go to an Idaho college and they take a dual credit course, it's going to transfer to that public school, that um, call it that college for them to take. So the dual credit courses cost about $75 and 
that cost is covered by that fast forward funding. And another bonus of the dual credit are that teachers get paid a little bit extra for that dual credit course because they have to have specific training for that. And they have to understand what the requirements are from the college. And so I know one teacher at my kid's school and when he has his students sign up for the dual credit for his course, he uses that funding for classroom resources, which I think is a really nice thing. I just think that's a really nice gesture. He doesn't have to do that, but he does. So that's that's the second component of advanced opportunities is the dual credit payment. So there are lots of students that take dual credit in during their during their high school experience. And the teacher and the counselors walk them through how to set up an account and how to pay for that. So, so often parents aren't even aware of it unless they, well, they are aware of it because they receive an email for it. So that's the second component. The third component is that there are a lot of AP advanced placement courses that are offered at high school. And the Fast forward funding will pay for the exams for the AP tests, which are fantastic. They also pay for international baccalaureate tests, college level examination program tests, and career and technical education exams. So that's what's great is it's not just for kids who are headed off to college, but also for kids who want to develop a career path and go towards career right after high school. So that's the, this funding and this program also pays for that. The fourth component that I actually learned about when I was reading was that the Advanced Opportunities Program also pays for workforce training because a lot of our students want to figure out how to utilize their high school time to get ready to enter the workforce, which is a great time to do that. So this Advanced Opportunities allots for this fast forward funding to pay for regionally approved workforce training courses at Idaho Public Colleges in your local area. They'll pay up to $500 per course or $1,000 per year to utilize for this. So that's a great resource too, to be able to pay for those different exams. Okay, so as a review, Advanced Opportunities is a program that is funded through Fast Forward Funding. And every student gets $4,125 starting when they are a seventh grader. This is often advertised to high schoolers, but you can start in the seventh grade. And it allows you to, one, do overload and summer courses through IDLA, the Idaho Digital Learning Alliance. It allows students to pay for dual credit courses that they take during their school year. It allows them to pay for all sorts of different types of exams, including AP exams, which are the most popular. Those are the most utilized. And it allows for workforce training. So that's what advanced opportunities a lot. How do you begin? Well, you begin by reaching out to your school counselor or college career advisor and asking them about the advanced opportunities program and saying, I want to, my kid's interested in this. How do we utilize this? You can develop a learning plan saying that like, this is where I want to go. This is where I'm starting and working within what is 
what is offered. You can contact a college or university when your student is ready to transition from high school to college. And you can also create an advanced opportunities account. Now, like I mentioned, I'm going to link some different things in the show notes for you to be able to just go out and look right at those websites. The Advanced Opportunities website is pretty good. The IDLA website is a great place to see all the courses that are offered and to kind of get your mind generating on things that are like, what is really out there? What can I really utilize? I had a friend who said when she was like starting, her daughter was starting her freshman year, And she was saying like, well, this is the class she's taking. And she's kind of frustrated because she didn't really want to take these classes. And she was hoping for some more flexibility in her schedule. And I said, hey, she can have flexibility in her schedule because she can, she actually doesn't have to take this course right now. She can take this course during the summertime and then it will free up this class period during her freshman year. And it was this great, I mean, it was a little bit, it was a little bit clunky for them, maybe working with a school counselor and getting the ball rolling. But once they did, they really saw the value that this program offers, that like offers students. The other component is that when you go in and you create that IDLA account, the fast forward funding pays for those classes. So the fast forward funding pays for all of those things. And again, the thing that's great is that it's innovative. It offers this funding and freedom of choice. And this is why this program was highlighted in this news article out of the state of Utah saying that, hey, this is a great this is a great program that Idaho is utilizing and more states should look to Idaho to see how they are creating these these innovative funding and freedom opportunities for their students and really instilling in students the opportunity of choice to plan for their future. The thing that's great, just like a couple of stats, are that in the fiscal year of 2019, over 36,000 students participated in this program in Idaho. That's huge. And that for every dollar spent by the state, on dual credit classes. It saves a family $4.58 on potential cost of tuition. That's data from the Idaho Ed News. So this program really saves parents quite a bit of money. The thing that I love that they said that it was actually a state congressman who helped create this program. And part of it is that it's one of Idaho's innovative ways to help rural Idaho with their future for college and career readiness are that um, they stated that it's not a program. The kids feel like it's their money. It's not a state program they have to access. It's theirs. And that's a huge psychological difference. So that's just something that one of the leaders in the state was highlighting, that this is something that states that it is a program, but it is their, it is the student's money. They, they do get $4,125 and they have that purchasing power to be able to choose if and how they want to use the program. Two takeaways from the podcast today. One, 
not enough people know about the Advanced Opportunities Program, which is why I wanted to come and tell you about it. The Advanced Opportunities Program is linked with that fast forward funding. Fast forward funding is what pays for it. And it is also connected to the Idaho Digital Learning Alliance, which is an online website that allows you to access courses to be able to take for that overload or summertime experience starting as a seventh grader. The other main takeaway for me today is that this Advanced Opportunities Program really is a gateway to new educational experiences and 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 not just a gateway to new educational experiences, but a gateway into the future of education. The fact is education is changing and it continues to change with the evolution of technology and AI and the way that we have all sorts of different people, even in the state of Idaho, where we have our rural students and our urban students and and everyone in between. And so this is a great program that while I acknowledge has different, it can always improve, it's a great place to start and it's a great resource for us as parents to be aware of. And it's also, I think, a great beacon for other states around around the country to look to, to know how to foster that empowerment within students to really take hold and and direct where they want their future to go. Thanks so much for joining the podcast today. If you're liking what you're hearing, if you would go and follow and maybe even like leave a review, that would be great. And I am interested to know in what you are interested in learning about. I do know a lot about the education field. And so if you are, if you have this idea like, hey Lex, I would really appreciate it if you spoke about this thing, please let me know. I'd love to talk about it. Happy fall, everyone. And that's a wrap on today's episode of Our Kids, Our Schools. Your contributions are vital in this shared journey towards a thriving school community. So let's keep this conversation going on my Instagram page at the.alexis.morgan. Share your insights, suggestions, and experiences. Follow the podcast so you never miss empowering discussions and insightful resources. And always remember, keep learning, keep questioning, and together, let's make a difference. 